Hey listeners, how you doing? It's been a bit. Um, times are looking a lot different. And um, I think I just want to share what's been going on on our product team. Uh, and maybe that's, I don't know, this is more therapeutic for me or is uh, something that is going to help y'all. Um, but just know that, um, hey, it's going to be okay. So our team's been remote for almost two weeks now, uh, kind of when stuff started hitting over in the U.S. Um, we work kind of under PNG, and they um, they let us go ahead and work remote. Um, so we've been doing that for a while. And then, I don't know, you guys probably don't know, uh, I had my third child. We welcomed the baby girl, uh, Addison, about five weeks ago into this world. And so I was already kind of practicing uh, some remote techniques. Uh, and so it was, uh, I've been remote for a little bit, I guess you could say. Um, but for some of us, and maybe not so much in the product world, um, Remote is is a new thing, you know? It's uh, what are the tools, what are the rhythms? And yesterday I just jumped on a phone call with some friends who are in Tulsa, and uh, we get together every now and then to discuss some topics uh, that relate to what we do as professionals and as people. And uh, they were just talking about how this remote thing is new for their culture and really dove into some tools like slack and and just the troubles of all of a sudden people have access to uh, swim lanes that maybe they've never had access to and information sharing and what are the rules and what are people uh, not really part of the conversation but then they jump in and act like and demand attention in a conversation and so maybe those are some things some teams are struggling with right now um i guess we could start with what what we do so being remote uh, we have slack as our main um, form of communication and that's kind of been our our thing since day one Um, we have channels in slack set up as um, per project so we have uh, four or five uh, four uh, platforms and so each project gets its own private channel Um, we just label that with the team name slash uh, or score uh, dash the project name and that allows the conversation to be very focused per that project so if you have a question or you need to post something or uh, get a certain group of people's attention uh, that's a quick and easy way to uh, organize the conversation and keep it clear and keep channels uh, very clear because they are private Uh, most of the team are invited to it we're a pretty open team but uh, what that does too is say Um, maybe certain people outside of the team don't have access to those channels because these are very internal uh, channels. We're working through problems, bugs, we're asking questions. And so um, maybe people who are uh, a little bit more removed from the team but still work with us uh, don't get access to those types of channels. We have support channels. So um, like I said, there are people that we partner with that are part of our team but aren't on the product team. And so those are channels that we use to communicate with them. Uh, they have direct access to us. Uh, they can start asking their questions. We can help problem solve, troubleshoot. We have team channel, and that's, of course, everybody has access to that is on our team. And so 
that's where uh, we make general announcements. Those are where we ask general questions. Uh, we talk shop. We just hang out. We did create a, an announcement channel, but I'm not sure that we know the difference between that and the normal team channel at the moment. But uh, hopefully, you know, you might think about that. Recently, we've integrated a couple of workflows. Workflows are new in Slack. Um, you should check those out. They're super helpful. Um, Slack has uh, uh, a good batch of examples that you can download and customize. And so I have very little uh, technical experience and I was able to download and import those and edit those. Um, so we've got one for our stand-up channel that just kind of posts a friendly message at a certain time and lets the team kind of know that, hey, don't forget to post your stand-up. Then there's another one that we have in our team channel that allows us to uh, give shout outs um, in a more celebratory way than just mentioning somebody in a channel. And so those are some ways that we try to figure out how to leverage the tool, the technology to keep us feeling more human and um, keeping us stay connected and making sure that there are clear boundaries and clear ways that we can communicate with each other. And we use Zoom for video. So Zoom's been an awesome tool, something cool that we've done with that. One of our leaders um, mentioned uh, he's going to provide a, a, an incentive for whoever has the best Zoom background. They give it a little celebratory su uh, surprise. And um, so that's been, key that's been cool. So that way we don't just take it you know, too serious. And some of us have dressed up, some of us have created our own backgrounds. Um, and that's been really fun to kind of liven uh, those stand-ups where everybody's getting on video and needs to give a report and it gives something, some, some bit of a competition, some fun competition uh, in a way that um, makes it fun, you know, not just opening up Zoom, but you're thinking about, oh, our next stand, our next sync, uh, what am I going to do with my background, you know? Um, it's kind of fun. We use Figma, so that's been very, um, this has been the smartest move that our team's made, really, um, that allows for easy file collaboration with the designers, um, easy access for dev, dev to ask questions, um, for us to be very collaborative with a single truth of information. Um, also for prototyping, it's really sped up the workflow uh, for us to easily you know, put things together and make them feel a little bit more uh, production without any code. So that's been great. Um, so we use paper. Paper is a form that we document everything. Uh, and again, that's a collaborative tool. You can have multiple people in there typing and adding to it. Uh, we have used Loom. Uh, the designers use Loom. I think some of the developers might use Loom too. To, it's an easy tool to use to kind of screen uh, capture your, in, in a video uh, what you're working on and then allows you a little bubble to kind of make it more personable. Uh, so they can see your face while you're talking to everybody. Uh, upload that video and it's easy to just post the link. And um, they have a lot of other great features in that product that allow uh, more um, intimate work with each other versus just um, posting a video and watching it. You can have reactions, you can set things in timelines uh, so people can fast forward to certain segments of the video. And then it also allows for uh, commenting much like on YouTube, which is awesome, you know? so. I would say, and of course, Jira. Jira is uh, our sprint management tool. It's where we break down all of the things that need to get done for the sprint, and then we track those in our swim lanes. So 
those are some of our tool set. Um, maybe some of those sound new to you. Go ahead and check those out and see how you can use it for your, your team and leverage technology during this time. I think Trello, uh, honestly, if you're not in the JIRA and you need a way to manage work a little bit more digitally and collaboratively, uh, check out Trello. I think that is a easy, low bar to entry type of product uh, that can get you going in an agile process fairly quickly. Um, and I think Trello even has a lot of support content around uh, the agile process when it comes to uh, Kanban and, and stuff like that. So, or Kanban, however you want to say it. <laughs> um, besides that, yeah, we just try to check in on one another. Um, remote life is definitely an adjustment for some. You have families, you have uh, now kids are, you know, you got to figure out how to school them. Some parents are both still working uh, from home now, and that's a challenge. Um, so yeah, just thinking about everybody out there in this situation, uh, decided to just throw a little recording together, give you uh, some insights to how our team is working remote and still being collaborative. I would say we've been more productive than ever. We've uh, been able to communicate more thoroughly um, and being remote really forces those things. Um, some content, uh, there's a, let me check this out real quick. Sorry, if you hear typing, I'm trying to look at this book. All right, so Jason Fried, who created, you know, part of 37 Signals, uh, if you ever heard of a product called Bootcamp, he uh, was giving out um, remote for free. If you would download it um, and, and DM, DM him your receipt, he would uh, refund you the price. But I just went ahead and downloaded uh, remote, Office Not Required by Jason Fried, or Fried, F-R-I-E-D. And um, it's been an amazing book. I would highly recommend this book. I'm sure there are other books out there. This is the one that I ended up grabbing. Um, but it's been an amazing read. It's easy to read and it's clear cut. It's not a dry read at all. And it's very, very practical. And it ranges from everybody who's been fully remote to, hey, you're just getting started and tries to really um, bridge the gap for, for uh, how do we do this remote thing and how do we do it effectively? What are some of the roadblocks we might run into? What are the benefits? Um, it's all kind of laid out very simply and plainly in that book. Uh, I'm still about to, I think I'm about 80% through it at this time and it's just been great and I highly recommend that as a resource uh, for you guys. Um, again, that's Remote Office Not Required by Jason Fried and David Hennemeyer Hansen. Go check that book out. I got no royalties for that. Just want to give him a little shout out. He's been trying and he's making moves to just be as generous with that as possible. So I want to drive people towards uh, that product because it is a good product uh, and it's something that you definitely want to resource yourself with during this time. So yeah, just stay safe out there, guys. Um, find creative ways to um, still be human, to Still connect with your team, um, host, you know, happy hours together. Um, they may be virtual. Have movie hangouts after hours with with your your uh, teammates. If uh, that's something that you, you guys were already kind of friends going into this, keep that friend connection. Maybe be the first one to say, "Hey, let's watch a movie virtually and and, and uh, stream that for." And, have a virtual hangout night and just see how that goes. You know, um, we got to be creative now. 
and, and find ways to uh, connect with people and connect with our team. And there are so many products out there uh, that can help us leverage that. And they're all honestly doing their best to um, make them accessible um, more more than ever. So let's use them. Um, happy um, product developing, happy product teaming, happy uh, product leading out there. I wish you guys all the best. Um, sorry it's been so long. I know I say that every time. Uh, I wish, who knows, you know, maybe this um, time like this, I can start building in uh, more time to download on this podcast because uh, I enjoy it. It's a fun way for me to download thoughts uh, and catalog them. And the whole point is just to share. And so hopefully there's people out there listening who enjoy it as well. Maybe get some insights, um, maybe get some inspiration uh, to lead their product teams. And um, you don't have to be, you don't have to have leadership in your title to do that. You know, you can be a designer, you can be an individual contributor, you can be a contractor, you can be a, a junior dev, whatever it is, you can lead from where you are. And I just want you to know that. All right, guys, I'm going to sign off. Thanks for listening. Hopefully this was a, a helpful podcast, um, thinking and praying for everybody uh, during this time, hoping that families stay safe, people stay safe and healthy. Um, wishing you all the best. Until next time, guys.